Welcome to the Crazy Poultry Inc. Podcast, Free Range. Here's your host, Gallo Loco. Welcome to the Crazy Poultry Inc. Podcast, Free Range Edition. I'm your host, Ian Gaio Loco, and this time I have multiple guests on this free range episode of continuing social distancing. And just want to say, hopefully all of you that are listening are being safe, vigilant. Uh, but we're just going to have a fun range of topics to talk about because we can't go to the theater still. And we can't do anything else, but hopefully this will be fun. So first, I'm going to introduce the guy that's been doing this a lot with me recently. And you might remember him. Mr. Gobbler, Damon Anderson. Yeah. How are you doing, Damon? I am doing great. Uh, looking forward to this edition. Always. Uh, been keeping busy and keeping active. Definitely. Sounds like it's definitely like that. <laughs> uh, are you ready for whatever we we might be talking about? Shit stirring and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Well. Guess what, Damon? This is a first because we're not the only ones in here. We also still have somebody else joining. Mr. Nickerish Chicken Wood. President accounted for. Yeah. Welcome to the first time doing this, Nick. Uh, we're especially experiencing technical difficulties, but you seem to be coming through now, so you ready? Yeah. Uh, simple as just downloading the app. My idiotic ass didn't have it uh, downloaded, so. Well, sometimes the simplest things are the ones we don't <laughs> think of. Uh, and also, yes, not done yet introducing... We have another guy on here that the last time he was on here, he actually was my competing opponent. (laughs) Mr. Soul Phoenix, George Knopfsinger. Hi, I'm supposed to introduce myself now. How you you doing, George? Uh, 
I feel like I'm cheating here a little bit. <laughs> what in what way? You're like, hook up a microphone to your cell phone. I'm just like, I'll just hook it up to my computer because it's easier. Well, whatever works. Uh, you've been keeping up well and good. Uh, I, I think so. I I had to like drag my dog the last half of her walk to get here in time though. Yeah. So having a dog it never makes it dull. That that or your friend Sam too. <laughs> yeah, he had cords inside cords inside cords, so And uh also yes, still not done introducing uh his reintroduction to the podcast and a new nickname. Uh <laughs> Which now I'm blanking on. Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Nighthawk? Correct. Nick Fargo. What's going on, guys? Glad to be back. Why am I not surprised that uh... Coheed and Cambia for you? <laughs> 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 Well, anybody else, it would have been kind of wrong. Exactly. Uh, That's my brand. uh, Fargo was with me for a while on the other way that I made podcasts, and he actually was starting to do anime stuff with me. But now that George is also here, who's also efficient in anime, we could be a trio. (laughs) I like the sound of that. Uh, Sam, he's a nerd, too. (laughs) <laughs> if, Sam, if, if Sam ever wants to join, he's free. If, but, I mean, if we get two more people, we could have like an anime boy band. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Other than that, uh, guys, I hope you are comfortable and ready for this free range episode. Are you ready? Started. Yes, sir. Let's get her done. Okay, so basically I sent to everybody that I had a few topics in mind that I felt like maybe us wanted to talk about. And if you guys wanted to bring up something too, it'll go around, you know. Uh, but we're here to talk about the important things. You know, there's a lot of darkness and stuff, and people are uncertain in life right now. Let's cover the real news. Uh, one by one, I'm going to name you off, and I just want a single answer if you have or have not uh, seen Tiger King. Damon. I've seen one episode. Fargo. Stupid bitch, Carol fucking Baskin. Yes, I've seen both. <laughs> Wood. I've seen a couple episodes. George. I know enough of them to meme. Okay. Uh, well, this first topic I want to bring up is because they're making another scripted Netflix series starring Nicolas Cage as Joe Exotic. <laughs> What are your thoughts on this? Uh, I think it's perfect casting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I there really wasn't. Any, 
David Spade definitely could have been up there, but I think Nicholas Cage is the for sure pick. You're just thinking of Joe Dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Joe Joe Dirt with uh, Tigers. That's what I want to imagine right now. Pretty much. I mean, I saw saw an episode of David Spade's podcast where he did an impression of uh, Joe Exotic, and he was just like, Carol Baskin, you fucking bitch. Uh, Go go on, George. Uh, I just started to imagine David Spade with a little red wagon with a tiger in the back. This has always been like, Floating around ever since the Netflix series got so popular, which, let's be frank, probably people being quarantined is how it got so popular. Oh, yeah. Uh, but as soon as they just announced, because there was a few people that I guess they were looking at, one being surprisingly Brad Pitt, which I did not see at all. No. No. Uh, but when, when you say... When you say Nicolas Cage is Joe Exotic and you've watched the show or seen any clips of him, just basically do what people have already done and take a picture of him from Con Air when he's getting off the bus, <laughs> the hair flowing in the wind, yep. make it blonde, put a hat on and some uh, piercings. Oh, it's it, it's like uncanny. My sanity from this quarantine has been hanging on like Joe Exotic's ear piercings. <laughs> like the fo- like was it four on each ear or something? No, no, just like there was one that was on his ear, I think, where it was like really loose. No, wait, it might have been his nose piercing. I'm not sure, but it was like it was just like hanging on for dear life, it seemed like. I think it was his nose. Oh yeah, his nose piercing was just hanging on there. It's just like, oh look, it's a visual representation of my sanity. Which is, yeah, hanging on by a thread, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and also, kind of, other than, you know, of course, ones that have not watched the show, uh, do you find it stranger or fiction, or <laughs> is it still entertaining, and how do you feel about it being scripted now? I, I don't think it. See, the thing is, I think what made it so good was it was unscripted, and it was just it's like almost like Jerry Springer, like unadulterated filth. And now that it's going to be scripted, what's going to change in it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it going to make it funnier, or it could just make it do- stupid and people won't like it? Yeah, that was Fargo. That was the thing with uh, that was the thing with Tiger King that I just it felt so gravitating towards me because like it like every episode I was sitting there just like, what the fuck this actually happened? (laughs) Like every episode you just had that moment. And now that it's scripted, you're just like, first of all, you're like, Oh, I knew this happened already. So what the hell was that? Uh, <laughs> the Nighthawk night flew away. <laughs> wait, wait, do you guys hear me? <laughs> Speaking of Okay, <Okay>. <laughs> 
Yes, that's what makes this so entertaining. No, but uh, wait, did you yeah. get, hear all I said, or? Yeah, you kind of drifted out though, and all of a sudden we heard birds. <laughs> that's weird because there's not even any birds near me. So where did the birds come from? Alfred Hitchcock. Huh. You, you know what? It's because it's crazy poultry ink. No, no. I'll, birds... I'll tell you where those birds came from. Carol fucking back. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Uh, it might be a mine. Good concern. I'm taking my dog out to take a dump, so. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone wants to blame the Nighthawk, but. <laughs> You, you heard it here, folks. Dog taking a crap. Like Nighthawk uh, has been blamed. <laughs> uh, Mr. Nick Wood, how do you feel about the scripted series? Uh, see, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it because I think, like Fargo said, the reason I gravitated towards Tiger King to begin with was because it was unscripted. And I, I prefer unscripted things, so I don't know how I feel about you being scripted, just because it's going to change a lot of the dynamics about the show. Well, a lot of people were just then questioning, well, are they going to try to make Joe, like, a sympathetic figure now? or Exactly. Are they just going to, are they just going to go balls crazy? They're going to listen to the, what the people want and they're going to do whatever the people want, basically. You know, it'd be hilarious, though, if they turned it into an animated series. <laughs> I'd still watch it. Uh, George, how do you feel? Mister, The one that has the least amount with Tiger King out of us. Well, I mean, to my... What I know about it, it was mostly like a documentary. I know the show differs from the actual, like, real life a little bit, but what that's what you know they say by based on a true story. It's not going to be a hundred percent accurate, it's like 70 percent, I think. And if they keep going with scripted, well, they're not going to be able to keep that label of uh, based on a true story anymore, really, unless they totally back out of it. Is, is somebody Damon, water? Are you thirsty? <laughs> I just boy, uh, told you the dog, man. <laughs> oh, that's what you call it. Okay. Ugh. Well, well, yeah. While I have these concerns too, I still think though, uh, Nicholas Cage is enough for me to just watch it. I mean, he's done just about everything you can think of so I mean this is just another thing to check off the box and I mean just that photoshop picture was enough for me to get interested <laughs> well if they would let him do his intensity like vampire's kiss then we're not going to miss you or I think Mandy or face off yeah. yeah I want to take Carol Baskin's face off <laughs> Or, no, you know what he'll do? He'll put a tiger over his face. <laughs> oh, my God. If he skins one of the tigers and wears his face. Oh, Christ. That's on some yeah. buffalo cell so, type shit. So, kind of now going to just go into the final of this. Uh, just a single thing. When this does hit Netflix, or, you know, if, 
Will you watch it and check it out? I probably watch Damon. I'll probably watch Tiger, the full Tiger King first, so I can get an idea of what I'm working with, and then watch that. Because if it's Nicolas Cage, I'll okay. watch it. Fargo. Yeah, I mean, I have a love hate relationship with Nicolas Cage, so I'll definitely give it a shot. Would I'm sold. All you need to do is just hear Nicholas Cage. Yep. Yeah. Uh, George. I. 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 I don't watch things. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, yeah, I'll still check it out. Uh, well, you know what? I'm just now gonna start to go around the table. Just, uh, Damon, did you have a? Uh, Not necessarily, but I have finally, I I think I discussed this with you, I've finally changed my favorite movie. Yes, that is very true. Uh, For for the rest of us that are on here that didn't know, what was your original? Originally, one of my my favorite movies was American History X. Holy shit, something beat that for you. Yeah, and... I, I said and I, I was realizing it like because I, I know how I feel about the film and I've seen this film multiple times and it's just I realize like this is my favorite movie and that's Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Well, I'm <laughs> fine with that. As, as I told him, what a ying to a yang. Yeah. Well, my no guess would have been off then. What was your guess? What would Capone. It... Capone. <laughs> <laughs> The newest one? <laughs> oh, I've heard about that. I still haven't watched it. Uh, yeah, like I like I told Damon, I was like, no, I could definitely see that because while I admit both the films are really good, I could easily sit there and say, like, I can watch Willy Wonka way yep. more times than American History X. American History X for me is hard, kind of hard to watch. I mean, a lot of the scenes in it are... And, and, and yet, it was still your favorite for a long time. It, it is because it is a fantastic film, but like I have to realize one that I actually know that I, mean, I love. Can you really argue about the performance of Gene Wilder? I mean, come on. I mean, I mean that, but everybody. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's better than Johnny Depp. Oh God. <laughs> when he starts rapping, ugh. <laughs> and my man was your man crush for a while, Nick. Oh, yeah, if he's in a pirate costume, giving at me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, m- m- Mr. Soul Phoenix, do you have any way in on Willy Wonka being Damon's favorite? Uh, are we talking about the which one here? The original. Willy Wonka, the original. It wasn't a bad film. I liked it. If Damon chooses to like that film, we, we already know he's, you know, a kid in a candy store anyways. Making his cookies. So, it's got to be a relating personal experience for him. Yeah. That, 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 that'll be him at the beginning. He'll be doing the candy man. The candy man. They'll do the Primus version. Makes the world Mur. taste good. Mur. Well, 
Yeah, not a hard topic to talk about. Congrats, Damon. Damon. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Willy Wonka is your official favorite yep. movie. Yep. Well, we'll see how it happens in the next decade or so if you feel different. Uh, I'm going to go around to Mr. Wood. Well, Did you have a certain topic you wanted to talk about? Um. Not necessarily. I did see, I guess I could talk about, not spoilers, spoiler free, I guess, but what I thought about Scoob. I, yeah, I was actually going to ask that. You did watch it last I did. Night. And what are your, what? what's your spoiler free thoughts on um, it? It was okay. I didn't love it, didn't hate it. Um, I feel like it's obviously for younger viewers and, um, Definitely family friendly, but the hardcore fans are gonna dog on it pretty bad. Ha, did you see what I did there? Okay. Um, but, <laughs> but I would just say it had laughs, it had its moments, but if you really want to watch Scooby Doo, just watch the old school cartoon because that's where it's at. And here here's like the one question I have without ruining thing that I because I have seen a couple of reviews on it and the biggest complaint that I've heard about it is that it tries to world build and make a universe. Yeah, I can see that. And uh, I feel like sometimes the voice actors are trying too hard to you'll understand what I'm saying. Yeah, if I ever get around yeah. to it. Uh, anybody else here was interested in I, I was interested in seeing Bill? it and I, I do want to see it like and because the thing about that's, I feel like it's a very untapped potential because within um, within Scooby Doo, like you know the original, yeah, it's a classic. It's really it's really easy to love. But I I was watching. I think I've discussed with you that Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated, fantastic yeah. series, and it really that like it helps do a little wor- like world building, and it it actually does a really good job of it and builds this whole story around you know. The idea of where they live in it, and it's it's a really good series, and so there is untapped potential there that can make something really amazing if they could get it right. Well, but again, going based off of what I'm hearing is that they tried to do all this world building without focusing on making one. Yeah, film. yeah. Like I said, if it's it's better, Scooby Doo does better as a series. I feel like it, it always does. Yeah. Like I mean, like I said, with the whole the Mystery Incorporated thing. You got Matthew Lillard, Vivica Fox, and Mark Hamill as some of the voices for it. Well, you already you already got Mark Hamill, so <laughs> can it really be ever improved on? <laughs> uh, Fargo. Uh, do you yeah, think? I agree with Damon. It's better as a series. I mean, we all saw what happened with those live action movies too. Oh, yeah, God. those were bad. Mm-hmm. Well, it's hard. It's like who do you nail down as the villain? Like, well, but it's also a very simple concept. It was just every episode. It was basically a new guy, you know, yeah. Ha- ha- haunted house mystery. Kids go in there. They solve it at yeah. the end. Special guest. Can you really turn that in? Can Can you really turn that into a full length? You know, two hour long. Exactly. Movie? Like that's the thing. Like, and I don't think people. Well, like, I mean, it, it's a good, like, a thing. It's a beloved character, but there's some things that it's just, you, I don't feel like need to be made into a movie. And a lot of cartoons are like that. Like, you had the Yogi Bear movie, you had those <laughs> action movies. 
Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, Woody Woodpecker. I think the only one that's oh. really gotten it right was Sonic the Hedgehog, because I personally like that one. That was technically uh, a video game. Uh, I, I, I know, but there was also a cartoon yeah. for it in the 80s. There's, there's no, there's two of them. Two of them, yeah. 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 Uh, George, how do you feel All about I'm Scoob? saying is Scooby Doo Noir. could that be a crossover with spider-man noir they they seem to be eager and gagging for that you know cinematic universe is it and and that'd be nicholas cage that could be interesting (laughs) have you guys seen the uh comic strip scooby-doo apocalypse oh yeah yeah i've heard of that no it's really dark and like grim. Yeah, yeah. They could do it something like that. All, all I just now is want to see him go up to Spider-Man Noir, go up to a Scooby Snack, and go. I don't understand this, but That'd I like great. it. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Nick, thank you for your small insight on how and Scoob another small was. positive on it too, as well is it looked great. Yeah, good animation. Yep. Uh, so now I'm going to come around to Mr. Phoenix himself, George. Did you have a certain topic you wanted to nah, bring up? Nah, I'm just kind of here to hang out. Yeah. Well, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I came across an article being a huge Batman fan. I am really following the the Batman, 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 and yeah. there was this article coming out about how in quarantine Robert Pattinson hasn't really been working out that much. Like, he hasn't been exercising while in quarantine. Meanwhile, his his opposite, uh, Zoe Kravitz, has been working out five days a week. Uh, Pattinson has been saying, like, he thinks that the people that work out every day for roles are part of the problem. I don't know if he was being sarcastic, because the interview was just bizarre in itself. I watched it. Like, he was... He was making like pasta in a microwave during the interview, and I don't know if he was being sick, but this brings up the point. Like, have we reached a point where because Batman wasn't always this buff dude in the comics? He was like that really evolved over time. Well, with Rob Liefeld and his character designs, um, but like. Do we think that it's time for, like, a slimmer superhero? I mean, we already have Spider-Man. He's pretty slim, but toned. But... Well, yeah. yeah. He's a child, Do you think that that is pretty reasonable to say, like, that Batman doesn't have to be this buff guy? Green Hornet. Christian Bell. I, I think... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know because this is supposed to be what two years into like the start. Yeah, of so he's it? so young. He's probably you know eccentric billionaire coming off of probably an alcohol bender. Um, so chances <laughs> are like he's probably not going to be ripped. Whereas you know, like it makes sense for like 
Batfleck to be ripped because he's really ripped because he start he was like yeah he'd been Superman. doing what he'd been doing it for years and he was already yeah. a well established hero well yeah obviously by then you know his years of like sitting in his fucking cave working out and fighting you're gonna be jacked yeah it, and like this kind of stuff is always hard because. I mean, I'm pretty sure wasn't Shazam actually in a suit, or did he actually? That was, get a, suit. That was a suit for sure. Yeah, he's strong, and, but he's not that and, strong. And and of all of us that have watched Shazam, no, did that really. bother us? But I, no. I don't even think that they're going to give no. a patents in like padding in a suit. I think. Well, yeah, but it's like. I feel like, again, as long as you can emulate the character more and I get invested in the character by the performance, I'm not going to be as distracted yeah, by the I agree completely. That, I was saying that people are kind of freaking out over nothing. Because, like, if you look back in the 70s, they didn't use to work out for these, like, action-type roles. Even James Dean wasn't, like, buff or anything like that. You know, if I could, if mm-hmm. I could have, like, a free reign within the movie universe to make a Batman movie, I would make it literally well established that he was already, he'd been doing it for years, but I would have Robin and Nightwing a part of it because like, I think we're missing some of the bat family. It's always focused on Batman, but there's never like, like you have so much potential within the Batman universe. You could use Robin and build like a story. Well, they kind of hinted at it in the dark Knight rises, but yeah, but that's like the most we've ever gotten. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, that in the suit that had the ha 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 written on it. Yeah, yeah, but the thing has, they they that, re- that Warner kind of Brothers weird. really swept the rug under Zack Snyder. So it's yeah, like it it's it's good potential. Uh, I mean. The, yeah, the Bat family could be explored a little bit more, but I also think his role. Oh yeah, there's so many good villains. Is underutilized. Dude, we could we could have a dark movie. Apparently, there's going to be like four movies in the Batman. So, if if they could have Calendar Man as a villain, <laughs> that would be like dope. I want Clayface. Crazy quilt. I... Well, no, I, I say Calendar Man yeah. because Calendar Man can be made dark. It can be made a very, like, he's exploring. Well, also yeah, on and the he cheap. Be, you know, he's not crazy. Clayface is going to cost a Also, shit. Condiment Man, that exists. Let's see, and <laughs> here's... No, wait. Well, that's one of the more new Condiment ones. King. Uh yeah, I just feel like again uh that we we've had so much of Batman but we also have not explored how big it actually is. Yeah, no, is. it's usually just Batman and what uh, the Joker, maybe like his biggies. Well, we Joker. We tried exploring that with yeah. the Joel Schumacher movies and those oh god. Well, yeah, he he went at it from the Totally the wrong angle. I will say though, like with the royal flush gang st- in it. Exactly. Exactly. That'd be cool, actually. But see, like, but then there's 
always the talks about Batman Beyond. Yeah. And that's another like un untapped, you know, resource that they could but like that's what I'm saying though. Like he you're right, he tried to do something and get a little bit different people. So we got Poison Ivy, we got Mr. Freeze. They just weren't done, you know, the best. But we got some of his more rogue type ones. And now, you know, Tom Hardy fixed Bane, although I'm not a big fan of his Bane. But there is so much potential. Like like I said, he could bring in Robin. You could make Robin and establish it where he's Damian Wayne, where he does, you know, he's already his son. And, like, that could be a, that could open up a thing. So you go right there. Make Rachel go the villain. There you go. There's, there's your whole story. And you could do, like, a three-hour movie just on that. Yeah. But also, this Robert Pattinson Batman probably hasn't even been introduced to Talia yet. Yeah, well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's probably not with this, but I'm just saying, like, if I had, like, free reign, like, there's so much I could use. You mean like, if you had so much range? Exactly. Uh, but again for me going back to like the whole Pattinson thing I'm still sticking up for him because I've seen Uh, so many performances now yeah it's just that we have to look at things a little bit differently now because everything is yeah when when it first when I first heard about it I was like Mm -hmm. oh that's kind of cool and then like Dude, the, the hate train that followed it. Oh my gosh, I was so tired of it. By like now, it's starting to calm down. He's like, more when it was all the information. He's more than that's just a, Twilight. That's a yeah, exactly. And that's what people were. But that but every, every oh yeah, Batcat got a lot of scrutiny. Um, I can't, although I can't remember if Christian Bale got a lot of scrutiny. I was far too dumb. Yeah, he did. He did. Oh, he he did. He did. Yeah, so did he did. Everybody was like, he's not. He's not tall enough. And then they, they say, you know, even the thing is, like, they, so did uh, freaking Yeah, Keaton. it's your yeah. mom. Like. So there's definitely a lot of people. Like, I mean, uh, and then Heath Ledger as Joker. He got a lot of, they were like, he's a pretty boy. What's, what's he going to do? Just get sensitive over, like, who gets cast as what as Batman. I don't think you could ever have it where everybody's just happy with who's exactly those. No, you can't. It, everybody's gonna be not one. Not I one person is gonna except be Deadpool. Happy with the oh yeah, movie. everyone loved Ryan Reynolds' cast as Deadpool. Even like for X Men Origins Wolverine, they thought he was pretty good casting for him. I mean, they didn't they didn't execute correctly at all in that movie, but that's a solid casting choice for someone like Deadpool. Yeah. Uh. But for me, it's always like if you want me to say like who would I cast this, I was like I don't know, I don't know the potential of that. Someone tried to tell me that Zac Efron would make a good uh, Batman, and I just didn't see it. Uh, they want this Batman to have some right, Mike. I think a better casting for him is when they put him as Ted Bundy. Oh yeah, that was actually a pretty solid movie. Yeah. I've yet to watch that, but I've heard good. Not the most accurate, but that's what you're gonna uh, get in one of those kinds of movies. Have we had a Sol- Ian, I th- um, yeah. Solomon uh, Grundy for Batman in a while? Uh, we have not, and that would be another really good character. Although I feel like Batista. Batista. <laughs> Batista. 
Yep. I could, I could maybe. I think it. Batista would make a great Bane. Yeah. Yeah. No, the thing is, he would be a perfect Bane mm-hmm. because the thing is, Bane is from like he's like Puerto Rican or something. Yep. Yeah. He's something like that. He's Hispanic, definitely, hence, hence the luchador costume. Yeah, and when when Tom Hart, that's my that was a big issue with Tom Hardy was he came out and like you know he talked like yes, like he was like Russian or something, and I was like it's kind of weird, well, and he just he looked weird. Well, the thing is with with Nolan's Batman universe, it was more grounded in reality and more grittiness, like and. You wouldn't expect someone like Christian Bale's Batman to go up against like a luchador, would you? I mean, that's fair. I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's always like a sacrifice of how authentic you try to get it. Uh, I mean, yeah, Damon is not the biggest fan of the Bane, which I understand. It's his preference. I don't mind that Bane. I especially liked it way more the thing last is, time we got him. I, I do think I, I like. I think one. Bane looked okay in those films because he looked very close comic-related, but they just they fucked up everything else in it. Like they made him an idiot, which he's not. He's actually probably one of the smartest villains. Exactly. They just assumed, oh, he's big and buff. He must be dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as, like, like the thing is, like, his costume and stuff was, like, you know, a pretty good rendition. Yeah. And, like, the whole, with the, everything with, like, the, you know, the, the Venom toxin and stuff, like, they could have done something cool. And they could have made, like, they could have made Hardy, like, have him, like, really small. Or like, kind of have someone play him like as like a tinier, and then have him injected with it later, and then he comes out and like actually what he looks well, like. Well, again, for Bane, but again, yeah. but again, like it was more grounded in reality. Like those, like something like Venom wouldn't exist in this world. I don't think you don't get instantly buffed like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Now, now it's like, you know, we've had the films, so it's like either you're down with the way that they're portraying this. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, there was a motive behind why Bane was designed like that. Yeah, and I and I understand it, and I still like it, but if somebody, it's okay. Uh, well, uh. Uh, unless somebody else wants to bring up something, uh, I, I suggest if you all are up for it, can take like a small sponsor break and come back and do a tournament. Okay. Oh, man. So is this like table tennis? Mm-hmm. Is there... <laughs> yeah, some... Yeah, it It'll, it'll be forced Let's do basketball. I have that movie right in front of me. I'm basketball. Not <laughs> <laughs> let's, have, let's have a skateboarding tournament well, okay, with uh, so. with Tom with Tom Green. Oh, God. <laughs> well, no, no, my first. I want Darby Allen from AEW. <laughs> Uh, so gonna just go, go, gonna go around 
Damon, are you still interested in doing the tournament? (laughs) Yeah. Fargo, are you interested? Yes! Wood. I'm still here. George. (laughs) Well, as long as there's... Uh, So, guys, uh, we are going to be taking a short sponsor break, and we'll be right back with to determine who is the best Pixar Disney film the first decade of the CGI. That'll be great. Hey, guys, there. Well, welcome back. And just to let everybody listening... Uh, guess what? We're going to be losing Damon for now the tournament. Screw him! So... <laughs> you would. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to be probably looking at possible tiebreaker, or maybe I'll just let the Three or hopefully three of you have to then go through this. Uh, but basically, if you have not seen it, we have done this before. We did best hand drawn animated from Disney, and hey, he's there. And George Phoenix is back. Was I not supposed to be? No, you no. are. It's a good thing you are. <laughs> Because Damon will not be back, so. Uh, uh, if you have not, I encourage all our listeners to go back and watch Damon, uh, Mr. Wood, and I discussed and did a tournament bracket for the best hand-drawn animated Disney film. Not to give away any any spoilers, but it was a good time, and we're basically structuring that for the CGI era now. The only thing is, because this is still going on, what I decided to do is then break it up into the decades. Oh, boy. And the first decade of Disney CGI animated films only consisted of six, actually, because that's from 1995 to 2005. And basically what we're going to do is well, let's see. Since there's four of us, there's a chance for a tie. So basically, I'm just going to be hosting, and it's going to be up to you three to decide. And then, yeah. And I'll just, you know, be a different starting point so that everybody can at least try to get a word in. And even if you don't get a word in, I'll still ask for your opinion. But basically, you just cast your vote for which one you think is a much stronger and better film and whoever gets two votes moves on. But this is going to be a pretty simple because it's only six. However, it's six pretty big ones. So we'll see how that goes. Oh boy. Uh, are you, are you three ready? Mr. Wood. Uh, uh-huh. Mr. Fargo. Yes, sir. Mr. Soul Phoenix, George. I'm still here. <laughs> Also, it would have been great if Damon were here so you could have pulled like an Agent Smith and been like, Mr. Anderson. Oh, you don't, oh, you don't think I was going to? I think he knew that. <laughs> uh, so, 
basically I determined the seeding by uh, what I saw critically as far as with Rotten Tomatoes, which I'm not the biggest fan, but it's the biggest thing looked at. Uh, cinema Metacritic score and then audience score. I didn't really pay attention to box office because I really don't think that qualifies if something is really good or not. Just case in point, Transformers. Yeah. Uh, so the first two that are actually getting a buy because they're the first and second ranked seeds, for, uh, that would be Toy Story oh. and, Toy, and Toy Story 2. Oh, bo- bo- both with a Rotten Tomato score of 100. Uh, Toy Story, however, has a Metacritic of 95 and an audience score of 8.3 out of 10. Toy Story 2 with a meta of 88 and an audience of 7.9. So they get the free pass and move on. So the first round, actually, let's do the number six seed, A Bug's Life, up against the number three seed, Finding Nemo. And we're going to start with Mr. Wood. Well, um, two, well, I guess I wouldn't say they're different because one's bugs and the other's fish, but um, I would say for me, that one's pretty easy. And Finding Nemo would get my vote. You, Should I explain? You, yeah, you can elaborate a little. Um, not not, not I too just, much. Just... Yeah, I just feel like... Um, I mean, it was structured better. I feel like it, you know, it was just a better overall movie. Bugs Life, I thought, was an okay movie. And uh, I thought the performances were great in Finding Nemo. So that's all I'll say about it. Okay. Uh, Mr. Soul Phoenix George, who would you cast your vote for? Uh, I, I have to go with Finding Nemo because they're. Oddly enough, in my opinion, they're pretty much focusing on the same things for the most part. They both have a key fundamentalness of foundation on finding acceptance. And Finding Nemo also has a little bit on acceptance and family. So it does more. Yeah, very true. So with that, Finding Nemo will move on. Uh, but Mr. Fargo, would you care to win who you So, I feel like, so I am choosing Finding Nemo. However, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that a bug's life had a lot, well, I don't know if it was, like, implied or not, or meant or not, but uh, I feel like people really didn't catch the political undertones of it uh, well, the rich get richer with the grasshoppers, and the ants just do everything to make sure that they get everything while they get the leftovers. I feel like that's something that's very relatable, especially especially in these current times. But I am just finding Nemo. Well, and I mean, I'm just the host here, so I don't get to cast a vote. But if I were to, I would be picking Finding Nemo. Uh, I mean, I kind of agree a lot. But uh, Mr. Wood said, uh, I just, I did, I still enjoy it, just okay. And the, the whole thing with 
the whole ants basically also coming around the same time and i just like ants more than bugs life uh yeah and also the animation of finding nemo i just think is much more better than bugs life oh yeah uh, so moving to the next side of the bracket we have the number five seed monsters inc versing number four the incredibles Mr. Fargo, your first vote. Oh, man. <laughs> you had to do this one to me. Oh, jeez. I'm going by, because I, I love both movies for sure, but I'm going by uh, the most memorable quotes. Like, which movie has quotes that I still say to this day? <laughs> and I'm going to go with The Incredibles. One vote for the Incredibles. Mr. George, who would you cast your vote for? Ugh. Like, if I was just going by quotes alone, I'd, I'd have to go with uh, Monsters, Inc., but that's just because I say kitty all the damn time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, I always just go there, you probably run up to the theaters whenever I'm at conventions looking for my bat suit. It's like... I like the deconstruction of like superheroes and all that that they do do in Incredibles. I I quite enjoy the actual physical story that is Monsters Inc. It's like Monster Inc. may have not have been as you know crazy thrilling as the Incredibles, while the Incredibles was quite a fun ride. So they're they're not so the same at all. So. Give me a minute for this. Go to Nick. <laughs> but you may not get your vote. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, Mr. Wood. Oh, uh, well, like Fargo said, I absolutely love both of these movies. Uh, you can't go wrong with either of them. But uh, since that's the case, I'm going to go with the one I enjoyed more. And uh, I'm going to give the slight edge to The Incredibles. And there, there, there is no other explanation you'd like to give. Is that? Yeah, that's that's the way, what it comes down to. Because each of them had great elements to them, but uh, I would go with, with the one that had more rewatchability for me, and that would be The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. So, Mister George, how do you feel about this? Uh, it is what it is. I have no choice in this matter now. But I think yeah. I'll just. For the fairness of this, I'll throw mine towards Monsters Incorporated. Well, unfortunately, since I'm not voting in this, uh, Incredibles will be moving on. But, uh, yeah, if I had a vote, barely I would be giving it to Incredibles too, just because I really liked Monsters, Inc., but I feel like I just love the villain so much in the first Incredibles. Fact that he's also the you know such a very well developed character that I understand him, but more other than like the business icon in Monsters Inc. But I really liked the animation of Monsters Inc., especially like with the fur and stuff. That was really nice. We have twenty three nineteen. So we uh, are set for our 
our final four. We now on one side have the number two seed making his appearance, Toy Story 2, against Finding Nemo. Oh, shit. Uh, Mr. George Phoenix, you have first vote cast. I'm going last. <laughs> what? Were these different movies? Because they're both going off to find a thing. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's like, I, I quite enjoyed uh, Toy Story 2, but as far as like the Toy Stories go, I think it might be the weakest of the Toy Stories, physically. Because uh, Toy Story 2 introduced the entire new cast of characters to like, help bolster and I like the new characters I think that the new characters are probably some of the stronger characters in the Toy Story series and Finding Nemo is well it eventually did get a sequel yeah Yeah. Finding Dory Dory. yeah but it was um yeah well I'll have to give it towards like actual (laughs) <laughs> Finding Nemo on this one, but if it was like Toy Story 2 versus like Finding Dory, I'd have to throw it then inversely towards Toy Story 2. Because as far as sequels goes, the Toy Story 2 is the stronger of those two sequels. Yeah, but this is just these singular films, and you're going with Finding yeah. Nemo? Yeah. Okay, so that's one vote for Finding Nemo. Uh, Mr. Nick Wood. Well, uh, I've been pretty vocal about Toy Story being my favorite uh, animated series of all time. And mm-hmm. I think from top to bottom, it's, you know, I thought they were well, fantastic movies. But as far as, you know, singling them out, I thought Toy Story 2 was great. And then Finding Nemo was great. But um, I'm sticking with my guns and saying Toy Story 2. Because, I don't know, like I said, I just gravitate towards it more. I think it's more rewatchable. Okay, so we have our first tiebreaker to come down to Fargo. Toy Story, Finding... Oh, God. Well, um, both are incredible films, incredible animation. Um, Hmm. This is tough. <laughs> I hate that. I, I hate that this is a tiebreaker. Uh, Toy Story Two was fantastic for me, and I really enjoyed the whole series in general. Um, and I feel like I've watched Toy Story Two more than I've watched Finding Nemo, so I'm going to go with Toy Story Two. The seedings do not lie, and Toy Story 2 moves to the finals. But now we have to decide who it's against, and that is the either the original OG Toy Story, number one ranked seed, versus The Incredibles. And Fargo, you get to decide the first vote. I, I really don't think that this is a question here. I'm going to go with the original Toy Story. It's just so much more legendary. Okay, so a simple one right there. Mr. George Phoenix. Oh, I. 
see. Toy, Toy Story or The Incredibles? I, I feel like I'm like overanalyzing things because these, cause these guys see colors just like like nope, it's this. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, now have your opinion. It's all good. Yeah, it's like I quite like Toy Story and I quite like The Incredibles. It's like. As far as I'm concerned, the, the better the two fir- the films here is Toy Story, without a doubt. Even though, I, again, I'll reiterate that I quite like, you know, the construction. It's just that Toy Story, the original, has quite a bit of nostalgia involved in it. And I don't know. I think it's just more relatable physically. I, I haven't had the certain experiences that would make The Incredibles... Uh, being as relatable as Toy Story for the fact that I don't have my own family and I'm not like middle aged trying to manage my own family still and trying to keep my family and, and, uh, and you don't have superpowers so I know <laughs> as far as we know Andy doesn't have superpowers he might be animating these toys with his mind <laughs> I, I mean so obviously Toy Story is going to move on to the final and Nick, I think it's pretty obvious you just would have gone. Yeah, uh, that was the OG, man. That started it all, and it's arguably my favorite animated movie of all time. Well, we have the battle of the Toy Stories here. Uh, number one and number two purposely ranked at some point for this. Uh, I think we could just go ahead and say that, Nick, are you going to just go ahead and cast your vote for Toy Story? Yep, the original, all the way. Okay, uh, I am now going to turn it over to Fargo. Toy Story or Toy Story 2? I definitely have to go with the original. Well, George, would you have gone Toy Story? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to echo chamber this because I think I stated <laughs> on when we were talking about Toy Story 2 that the first one was better, so... Yeah. Is that awkwardness? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well with all... Flying Colors, the original, very first Disney Pixar film, Toy Story, CG animated film, is the best of the first decade. Now, I will, however, pose a question to you guys because of the number for the next decade is a, is an odd number. Uh, wh- who do you think has a better chance to go into that one out of the ones that were eliminated? Incredibles, Finding Nemo, uh, Bugs Life, Monsters, Inc. Any of them that you want to stick up for and put in that other tournament? Mr. Wood? Um, I'd probably have to, you know, vouch for Incredibles just because, you know, it, you know, transcended a lot of future movies. And I feel like it's, uh, you know it's talked about till today and it took them however many years to make the second one. And it was wanted and wanted and wanted by people. And I just thought, you know, I feel like Incredibles would be a, a good contender in the next uh, bracket. Uh, Mr. Fargo, is there anyone that one of these that you would really stick up for to put in the other tournament? Uh, hard to say because first of all, I feel like a film from another decade I don't know, it feels out of place. But if I had to choose one, I would definitely go with Incredibles. 
Okay. Mr. George? Yeah, it has to be The Incredibles because it was quite the titan of the film and it took them so long to make a sequel for it because they were a little nope. bit of a time bracket that they were kind of like about writing that film. And they also were having the issue of how do we follow this up without, you know, falling on our face? <laughs> yep. Uh, and are you making the only good Fantastic Four movie? <laughs> Jesus. And how appropriate that from the seating it was number four. It's <laughs> great. Uh, so, yeah, guys, uh, with, with probably no shock, Toy Story is the best Pixar Disney movie of the first decade. And Incredibles, you get to try to move on to another decade to see how you fare. Maybe it'll make a small comeback and we'll see what happens. But that would bring it to an even 12 for that decade. So that's how I could then start working on that bracket. Wow. Uh, certainly more home, more homework there. Uh, but yeah. How do you guys overall have felt about this experience and how about this bracket? Have you felt Mr. Wood? I mean, it's been a great experience. I feel like, uh, you know, we kind of, or have to do this kind of thing right now because of the circumstances, but I had a blast and I feel like uh, nothing's too different. Yeah. It's just hopefully the equipment works. Yeah. That was the, my, on my end, that was the issue before this. So, well, and then now we've also had, Hey, I'll, I'll be there. No, I'm going to tell you in messaging. Now I won't be there. <laughs> oh, Thank you for God, that. Mr. Thanks, uh, Mr. Fargo, how have you felt about getting back on here? And I know that you have your own thing on here, but I don't know if you want to plug it because of things right now. Um, yeah, because of things right now, I don't know how much I'm going to be able to talk about the NFL this year. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, uh, it was great getting back on the podcast. I hope to watch more anime with you sometime in the near future. Yep. Uh, just And just so that you and George, if you did not know, uh, I talked to Damon a few weeks ago and I said, I actually finally watched my neighbor Totoro. What did you think of it? I really liked it. Fantastic. Uh, Mr. George, how have you felt your, sec- your second time on here? But your first time doing it via remote. <laughs> it's terrible. It's painful. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess raises us against my skin. Yeah, I, I had fun. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully at some point in the near future, I'll be able to see everybody once again. No. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it'll just be this the rest yeah. of the time. Kojima well, predicted this in Death Stranding. Well, oh, God. Welcome to the <laughs> post-apocalyptic podcast. Yeah. That's what it will probably be at some point. I'll be like, well, here today I'm reporting sand. Can I eat this? <laughs> no, but you can eat dirt. Oh, how did his voice go? Three dog here. Yeah. 
Coming at you live from DC. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, to basically close things out here, uh, Mr. Wood, would you like to say last words and plug anything? Uh, nothing much other than uh, hopefully things get back to normal sooner rather than later and everybody be safe. Uh, Nick Wood on Facebook, Nickerish underscore chicken 87 on Instagram. And <laughs> Nickerish Instagram. <laughs> and Nick on Twitter. <laughs> you lost him. Well, this just flew off. I lost Fargo. Sorry. Yeah, you did. He's he's gone. Girl, night, 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 Nighthawk is gone. He flew away. <laughs> yeah, Lance Archer, Murderhawk came and found oh, him. Yeah. Uh. Well, if Fargo has composed himself, yes, I have. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Fargo. Do you have any final words and any plugs? Um, stay safe. Stay socially distant. Um, follow me on Twitter, uh, Nick underscore Fargo, I believe. And uh, Nick Fargo on Facebook. And uh, also uh, Hoosier Pack 93 on Instagram, apparently. <laughs> and, Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. But I was just following my fellow Nick. Uh, lead there, um, but yeah, um, give me a follow. You, you know, there should there. You guys should just have your own podcast and call it the Knicks. Uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, we'd be better than New and York spell it, and, and spell it exactly how the team spells. Yeah, we'd spell, we we'd make more money than they would. <laughs> this does feel arbitrary, but. Uh, Mr. George Sol Phoenix, uh, thank you for joining again. I'm glad that you had fun. I don't think you have things that you want to plug. Well, I mean, I'm just kind of sitting here and playing on my computer talking to you guys. So, <laughs> Check out RimWorld. Uh, RimWorld's a cool game. That's the other <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, George. I like that. Well, you know what? We 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 can have games on here now because you know what? We have to adapt. So uh and again, if you guys ever want Fargo, George and I can start to try to do some anime stuff, you know, whenever I finally get around to watching some more. Uh I've mostly been See, I think it would be cool if like we got your first reaction on a podcast like as we watch it together. Yeah, but that's gonna be kinda difficult. Oh well yeah. Once this only... stuff is like over. Yeah. Uh but that would be nice if we can work yeah. on it. Yeah. Because uh, D- Damon and I have actually talked about trying to do some kind of commentary, like over like a bad movie or so, like uh, Mystery Space Theater 9000. <laughs> no, well, 
Yeah, but a little bit. Uh, hopefully, we won't get sued. Or True. Uh, that, and I get this as I have not had to re-experience Jack and Jill yet. <laughs> it's, it's getting disturbing how long I have to wait now. <laughs> it, it's like starting to become the, you know, other side of the sword now it's like oh when can i get to that oh but i have to get to it uh but other than that uh and again another topic that i'm thinking about bringing on here also is if we ever want to talk about music because i've been listening to a lot of albums right now uh and i would strongly if anybody's inclined to check out you're in the metal scene more uh, I would highly recommend the new Vader yes, album. Yes, Vader is awesome. And, and Wolfheart. Uh, so far, the hardest one for me to get through so far is Asking Alexander. Oh, God. But that's all I will say. Just bring me the Horizon 2.0. Uh, other than that, uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us talk about dumb shit. <laughs> Please follow here, Crazy Poultry. You want to follow me on Twitter? I'm at GuyOloco89. Facebook, Ian Beck. Insta Girl. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, buddy. Uh, other than that, thank you guys for joining. And Mr. Gobbler, thanks for starting to be with us, but you will always be appreciated here with your dark humor. Uh, other than that, Wood. Goodbye, all. See you later. Yeah. Be safe. Happy trails to you. <laughs> jo- <Yeah>. George. <laughs> see, see you on the horizon. Bye. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. I'm going to get sued over that. Probably. Worth it. See you guys.